All right. Hello and welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited for today's session. We're going to be talking about the new SEO formula. And what's interesting is what's happening with search engine optimization and the Google algorithm and the, the things you need to do to make sure your company comes up in the organic search uh, is constantly changing. Um, and the, you know, the, the ball's constantly moving. That's why I do this session at least once a year talking about what's new, what's changed, and what you need to be putting in place in order to improve your probability of ranking. Um, and I'll be talking about some new changes in the algorithm. I'll also be talking about some new changes in, in the industry that you know are, are probably going to move things in a different direction. Uh, how many of you guys are paying attention to what's going on with AI, artificial intelligence? Just type AI in the comments if you're kind of keeping a pulse on what's going on with uh, ChatGPT uh, and and some of the new AI tools coming down the pipe, absolutely. Like this is a big trend that's happening in the industry. Um, and the other thing we're seeing is, you know, the potential for the first time in almost a decade for uh, for Bing to become a bigger player, right? Because you know, if Bing is the one that's really ahead of the ball with ChatGPT and what they're doing on that front. I'm gonna type Bing in the comments if you started, you know, using Bing a little bit more. I know that in the tech space, a lot of people are starting to use Bing again because they like that functionality baked right into it. Uh, Emily's using Bing. I know I, I've started toying with it. I still prefer Google today. Uh, but these are some of the trends and some of the changes that you need to be abreast of and you need to be paying attention to. Um, and you need to be making sure that your strategy is moving to where things are going so you can be ahead of the ball and you can be showing up, most importantly, where your customers and where your prospects are searching, right? Because if we can be where they're searching, we can be the one that they uh, connect with and that they call and that they engage with when they need our services. So today's going to be all around SEO and search engine optimization and making sure you're coming up organically. Um, this is part of our accelerated growth model, right? Everything we do and all of the webinars that we run really cover this strategy on how do we help you accelerate the growth of your plumbing, HVAC, electrical, home service company. Um, and it really boils down into these three key areas, right? We've got to drive leads. We've got to maximize conversion. And then we've got to optimize our results, right? And when it comes to driving leads, the three key buckets we focus on are organic, paid, and database, right? Organic being what we're going to talk about today, paid being like running Facebook ads, running Google ads, running local service ads, and the database being like marketing to your existing customer base and getting them to use you again or getting you, them to refer you to somebody else. And there's lots of things we can do on the database front. Um, so we're going to be talking all about organic SEO today, but it is part of the bigger strategy that you do to drive leads, convert those leads, and then optimize your results and your growth. So um, I'll make sure you've got access to this, but you know, as you think about your overall internet marketing strategy, don't just think SEO, don't just think you know, pay-per-click, don't just think local service ads. You want to have a comprehensive approach. Um, and that's really what we call our, our digital dominance method. So a um, couple of housekeeping rules now that you guys are all in. Um, if you could turn your cell phones off, close your other tabs, if you're serious about getting the latest information on how to get ranked, how to generate better results online, um, let's give this your undivided attention over the next 60 minutes. I'm going to give you some of my best ideas and strategies. If you can do that, just give me a one in the comments. If you're good with uh, you know, these rules of engagement, we'll just kind of give this our undivided focus here today. 
Um, and here's what we're going to talk about. Um, the, the, the rules and kind of what we're going to be talking about on today's session. We're going to talk about the latest changes in the Google algorithm. I'm going to talk a little bit about AI and kind of where things are headed on that front. Um, we're going to talk about things you want to make sure that you don't have in place anymore. Like I've said, the, the, what, what might have been working really well for you a year ago, two years ago, if you read a, like one of the older books on SEO, or maybe you hired one of the, the uh, SEO companies that are using outdated strategies, some things that might have moved you right to the top a couple of years ago could actually be significantly negatively impacting your rankings. So we're talking about some things that you might have been put in place that could be hurting you. And most importantly, we talk about the new SEO formula. Really, what you want to be doing with your website, with your content, with your SEO strategy in order to get ranked as well as possible and to dominate in your local market. Um, who I am and why you should listen, my name is Josh Nelson. I'm the founder of Plumbing and HVAC SEO. I'm the author of How to Triple Your Sales by Getting Your Internet Marketing Right. Um, I'd say, you know, most importantly, the reason you should listen is at this point, I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of plumbing and HVAC companies in some of the most competitive markets across the country and been able to see them, you know, move to a place of dominant, dominance in their marketplace. Many of them, you know, seeing millions of dollars in revenue growth as a result of working together. And so what I'm sharing with you today isn't going to be based on theory or hypothesis. It's, it's based on real world in the trenches experience with companies just like yours. And this is what we do here at Plumbing and HVAC SEO. Day in and day out, we build the websites, we do the SEO work, we write the content, we stay on the cutting edge of what's going on with internet marketing, SEO, um, and what's actually working. And, and so if you're not already a client, I know we've got a couple of clients on with us right now, so glad to have you here. But if you're not already a client and you'd love to talk with us, we'd love the opportunity to chat but that's not the only purpose of today's session. We were going to be sharing our, our latest and greatest strategies, whether you decide to do something with us or not. I think Christian just dropped the link. If you're interested in scheduling a time where we can look at what you're doing today, um, you can go to plumberseo.net slash schedule. So let's get right into it. Does SEO still matter, right? And, and you, know, you might be thinking, well, the search results have changed, right? I used to be SEO was the first thing you saw when you searched for a plumber or an AC contractor or an electrician in, in your area. And now you've got different things on the search results, right? You've got local service ads, which has moved things down. And then you've got the paid results, which has moved things down. And so with the changes that are happening, does SEO even matter? Like, should we even focus on it? Is it worth the energy and the attention? Um, and what I'm going to say is, I believe that it does. And I'm going to show you empirically that it absolutely does still matter. And it's going to be a key driver of your results when you've got your SEO dialed in. Uh, our data, current day, despite everything that's happening with the search results and with local service ads, is it's still 71% of the clicks, when someone searches for a plumber, AC contractor, electrician in your area, 71% of the clicks go to either the, the maps and the organic listings. And more importantly, 67% go to the first five results. And so, yeah, there's still paid search. Yeah, Google is absolutely optimizing in order to get paid every time somebody clicks. But today's consumer still knows the difference between the paid and the organic. And they gravitate to the non-paid listings. And so, yes, SEO still matters. I'm going to show you kind of some data uh, for a couple of clients on this front as we go. But 
Um, I'll say one of the companies we work with is the Meridian Advantage. They're based in East Lansing, Michigan. They're plumbing, HVAC, electrical, and remodeling. And you can see they come up really well. Like if you research this company, you know, they rank really well for plumber, plumbing, you know, all of the different keywords. You can see they come up in, in maps and the organic listings. But really what I want you to see is where the money goes and kind of what the results are so that you can kind of validate in your mind. Yeah, who cares if the most of the clicks go there, but do the calls go there? And does it actually generate a return on investment? Um, and so in, in, in Meridian's case, we spend about $8,000 a month in digital marketing. That's their management fees with us um, and their, their ad spend and everything else. We, we track about 417 leads and that's phone calls from various sources as well as uh, web submissions. That comes to an average of about $19.32 per lead. But what I want you to see is the breakdown. So that's 95 from organic, 127 from PPC, 173 from Google Maps, and 22 from web forms. So SEO, as I define it, search engine optimization, really accounts for almost 65% of the lead flow from Meridian Advantage. And so, you know, this is just an example that, yes, pay-per-click works. Yes, you want to have that extra dial that you can turn from local service ads and other channels. But if all you did was paid search, you'd be missing out on a lion's share of the opportunity. Give me a one if that makes sense. And if it's helpful to kind of see some real examples of this, yes, SEO still matters. And um, when you get it dialed in, you're going to get a lower cost per, per lead. You're going to get a higher quality lead at the end of the day as well. And it's got a longer tail, right? It's like you don't have to continue to spend um, like you do for paid search and local service ads once you're ranking really, really well. A couple of other stats, and we're trying to stay on the latest on, on what kind of what is being said in the industry and in the forums and by the expert, experts in this space. 68% um, of online experiences begin with a search. 53% of all website traffic comes from organic search. SEO drives 1,000% more traffic than other social media channels. So I'm a fan of you know, doing Facebook and, and Instagram and other strategies for your home service companies. But the reality is the traffic from organic search versus like your social channels, it's not even comparable, right? This is really where the opportunity is, where the money is in your business. 69% of search queries contain four words or more. And we found looking at this and looking at the data very, very closely is that you have a higher close ratio on SEO leads than you do on paid leads for, for whatever reason. Like, and we can hypothesize about like, why would that be? Is it because they maybe they, they, they searched a little bit more or they specifically chose you as opposed to just clicking the first thing? I don't know, but we know for, for, for a fact that your conversion rate on SEO leads are higher than they are from... Um, from paid leads. So yes, SEO matters. And we're going to get into some of the latest changes and some of the things that are coming out and some of the, the latest trends in SEO. But you know, if you've been on any of my sessions in the past, it's not lost on me that you guys don't want all the technical mumbo jumbo. You want like make this specific and actionable to me as the owner of a plumbing HVAC home service company. And so I tend to focus on the 80-20 right? The 20% the of the things you need to know, you need to be aware of, you need to understand that actually drive 80% of the results. 
Uh, with that said, like we're staying on the cutting edge of what's happening, what's changing. Uh, we are in some of the highest paid masterminds as it relates to SEO. We work with some of the top experts in this space. And we're aware of like a lot of the different trends that are happening with the core algorithm updates, featured snippet uh, duplication, BERT that's happened, right? All of these different things that are happening, copyright infringement. Um, but really what it boils down to right now, when it comes to getting your plumbing HVAC home service company ranked for the most important keywords in your area, there's really four key buckets. There's technical, on-page, off-page, and then the user's experience, right? I'm gonna try and, I'm gonna take this from high level to eye level, right? We're gonna get specific here in just a minute. Uh, but technical, there's lots of little things that you're probably not gonna wanna know about, you're not gonna be wanna be aware of, but that really drive some of the outcomes in terms of how you rank, like how you're redirecting your broken links, uh, the foundation and indexation, your, your site maps, um, your robot TXT, all of that stuff. And I don't really want you guys to get into the, the weeds on that, right? Find a company like ours that specializes it, um, find, a, you know, find a contractor that you can work with that can really understand that for you. Um, but the, 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 the fundamentals of on-page and off-page SEO aren't that complex, right? We wanna have very specific content for the different services that we provide. And then we wanna create structured data in terms of the titles and the meta descriptions and the, the way that we write that content. So we want to structure a website. I'm going to show you specific examples here in a minute so that this doesn't seem quite as abstract. Um, and that's that's probably like 30% of the battle, right? If you've got good on-page SEO, you've got the right pages, you've got the right structure and the way those pages are put together. The rest is the off-page stuff, which is the number of links, the number of citations, the actual relevancy in terms of your, your company and your website specifically. Uh, and so we're gonna talk about some specific things you can do to build up that off-page authority. That's really what moves the rankings from being in the index for a keyword to being like in the top couple of results for specific keywords. But the new part really, and what's kind of um, rolling out as of the last 12 to 24 months is the experience metrics. Google's really looking at how long is somebody staying on the website? Are they scrolling? Are they taking an, an action? Um, and so you don't want to just have your website filled with content that's SEO data that doesn't create a good user experience. Um, core vitals, which is how fast the, sites, the, the site load on desktop and on mobile. Like, do you have that part dialed in? speed of interaction, mobile responsiveness, safe to the browsers? Are you not using pop-ups and things? Um, I know that this is a lot of information, especially for me being this far away from the screen, but to make this as simple as possible, really it boils down to what we call EAT, expertise, authority, and trust. And so everything we do from an SEO perspective really wants to be around, how do we position your company, your website, as the expert, right? You're writing good, relevant content. The authority, right? You're the one publishing and there's certain things we can do to pass the authority and trust, right? When we can, we can dial that in, we can really own the day from a, from a search engine optimization and rankings perspective. 
Again, I, I don't want to make this too complicated. I'm going to get very specific on this, but I do want to make sure that I'm sharing some of the latest information and some of the latest trends that you guys want to be aware of. Um, this is what I call the 2023 local ranking factors. Um, and it's kind of on a, on a part pie chart here. This is probably kind of hard for you guys to see kind of coming through the screen. I'll make sure you get a link to this. Um, but right now, what we're finding is some of the main things are your, your, the optimization of your Google My Business profile, which is your, your Google map listing. I'll be talking a little bit about what you need to do there. Your on-page factors, which is the actual structure of the website, the, website. the content on the website, your titles, your H1s. Again, I'll, I'll, getting, I'll be getting to that in a minute. Your reviews are, are probably the third most important ranking factor today. Right, having true reviews from your real customers in your real service area, we're finding right now is is mission critical. And so I know you guys are on on most of you on on the forefront of this. Give me a one in the comments if you're making sure that a review request goes out after every service call and you really are aggressive with getting reviews. Yeah, I know if you're on this session, you probably are. That's that's super important. Um, but the next one that is hard for you to do as the as the actual plumbing HVAC electrical business owner is links, like getting authoritative links from other websites that you know aren't junk, but actual relevant organizational backlinks back to your website and to your city pages and to your service pages um, is, is the fourth most important ranking factor. Again, I don't want to get massively into the weeds, but you know, these are just some of the things in 2023 that are, are most important that you're focusing on from an SEO perspective. So just type yes in the comments if you want me to simplify this for you and take it from, all right, thanks for all this information to like, let's make this actionable. Just type yes in the comments for me. Okay, awesome. Thanks, guys. Okay, so this is the new SEO formula in a very simplified fashion. Let, let's get right into it. Number one is we have to figure out what the most important keywords are based on your services and, and based on search volume. Right. If we figure out what those keywords are, that's the foundation of the new SEO formula. Right. Figuring out what the keywords and keyword combinations are that we can really focus on from an SEO perspective. And there's Google, there's great tools for this. Uh, the Google Keyword Tool, WordStream, SpyFu, Google Ads. Uh, we will actually run a, a report for you on this if you like. I'll kind of give you a link here in a minute. Um, but it starts with figuring out what those keywords are and really knowing what your customers are typing and you know, basing that on two major factors, uh, search volume, right? Because sometimes we pick a keyword because we think, hey, that's a cool keyword. Like, um, let's just say trenchless sewer repair in Denver, right? That seems like a good word, but is anybody searching for it, right? Is there any search volume? I'll tell you that there is. But there's, there's opportunities to pick keywords that have no search volume and you spend a lot of attention and focus on something that actually isn't going to drive any outcomes for you. Um, so first is that, is, is there search volume for it? And section of all is, is there some level of search intent? Like, are they planning to solve a problem or are they just getting information? We want to prioritize search volume and commercial intent, like where they're actually interested in doing something. So that's the first step. Let's figure out what the keywords are. Second step is we've got to create a great website that targets those keywords with content. Now, all of you guys have a great website. In today's market, just let me know in the comments. Like, give me a one if you feel like you've got a pretty great website already, right? I think most of us do. Or two if you don't. Feel like, you know what? It could probably be much better. Yes, Emily, you guys have a great website. 
Dan's saying room for improvement. Brad says room for improvement. Okay, so you know you guys are being honest, right? You know, like there might be some room for improvement on the website stuff, but we want to make sure that it doesn't have to be a new web, but we want to make sure that our website is properly targeting those keywords, the right keywords that people are actually typing that have commercial intent. And so what that means is we want pages for each of our main services, right? Usually at the most basic, you know, like what are the things we do? Uh, plumbing, drain cleaning, water heater installation, water heater repair, uh, torrential sewer replacement, uh, AC installation, indoor air quality, AC repair, furnace repair, right? We want to have pages for each of those. And we're gonna, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how to optimize the content for them. And then pages for each of the subsidies and towns that we operate in. You know, usually we serve um, a main market, right? In, in my case, I'm, I'm in Miami. So if I ran a plumbing HVAC home service company, um, my main, you know, site would be targeting the keyword Miami plumber, Miami drain cleaning, right? But then we usually have at least a 15 to 20 mile radius that we serve. And so we want to make sure we've got pages for each one of the sub cities that we operate in. So in the case of Miami, you'd have Miami and Palmetto Bay and Kendall and Pinecrest, like all those little subsidies and towns. And what I think here, you know, like most of you have done this. If you're on this web, you've probably done it. Give me a one if you've already got pages for each of your services and then pages for each of the, or at least most of the little surrounding cities and towns. Two, if you haven't, like it's just interesting to see. So some of you haven't. So it's a, it's a good opportunity, right? Create those sub-cities and those sub-towns. Again, having the pages is the first phase. The second phase is off-page, building the authority for those pages so that they can rank. Um, but the other thing is making sure that those pages have unique content that um, actually answer the questions that your prospects are asking and serve the, the consumer, serve the person that's searching. And so, you know, a lot of times I see like where people go wrong in this particular area is they've created pages for each of the subsidies, but they just duplicated it across their entire site. And now they've actually had all of their city pages filtered. So none of them rank. Um, and so it might be, a, you know, it might be in some cases for some of you guys that have already done this work or somebody else did it, actually going back and re-engineering the content so that's unique enough that it can be indexed correctly and not negatively impacting your search results. That's one of those gotchas that we're seeing um, you know, with, with organizations that did this improperly or they had someone that implemented it improperly. All right, so first thing was we figured out what the keywords are that people are typing. Second thing is we're gonna actually create pages and content for each of those particular pages so that we can be targeting those keywords and those key phrases. Number three, and this is some of the newer stuff, is we wanna optimize for the user experience, site speed and core vitals. So this is more on the technical side of things. It used to be we could just put a bunch of content on a page, um, you know, just spin content, have lots of keywords. And it was like, hey, that's gonna win the day because we've got the keywords in there. We've got a lot of links and now that page can rank organically. But what Google's now looking at is, are, are the, the pages that we've got ranked in the top three, top five results, are the people actually scrolling through the content? Are they clicking the next thing? Are they engaging in a way that's meaningful? And if you're not optimized for user experience, 
your, your rankings are going to be penalized. You're going to move backwards in the results. So it's super important to look not just at your homepage, but each of those pages to make sure you're creating that right user experience. Um, and then site speed's just mission critical, right? The website has to be loading fast on mobile, on desktop. I don't want to get super into the technical details, but Christian, if you could drop the link in there for the site speed check for, for Google GT metrics, um, it's really important that your, your site speed will impact your SEO strategy on the technical side of the equation. So from there, what we have to do, so we've got, we figured out what keywords are, right? We set up a great website that's targeting those keywords. We've optimized for the user experience and site speed. From there, we need to optimize on page. So I'm going to talk about this stuff. I'm going to share the 80-20 of what you can do on the homepage, the service pages, the city pages, so that we're in the index, we're in the search results for the most important keywords. And then we've got to build our authority, which is the off-page stuff, which is building the links, building the, the, you know, the web references, building the citations, building the authority so that those pages can rank really, really well in the search results. And then we want to track the results, right? We need to know if these are the keywords we're shooting for, how are we ranking? You know, we're coming up on Google. Are we paying attention to Bing at this point now that, you know, uh, ChatGPT is a bigger issue. Um, are we moving up in the search results for those keywords? Um, and sometimes it's let's go add some more content, right? And there's lots of tools we can do to figure out like what's the proper keyword, you know, um, density and how many, how many, um, like how many words does the page need to have? There's on-page stuff that we can tweak and then there's off-page stuff. Sometimes you could have everything properly set, but it still doesn't rank. And it's a function of getting more links, more citations, more proper authority pointed back to those pages. Um, Hopefully this is clear. Give me a like. Give me a yes in the comments if you're tracking along. I tried to take a, a relatively complex concept and make it a little bit more concise. Okay, perfect. Wow, great guys. I appreciate that that feedback. So I've got a checklist for you that we can use as we go through this, and you can use this as a point of reference um, after. If you go to plumresseo.net/seo-checklist, um, plumresseo.net/seo-checklist. This will walk you through those key steps that you want to be focusing on on your website in order to really move up those, um, those outcomes. So the very first thing that I talked about, the first thing we have to do is figure out what are the keywords that our customers are typing that actually have search volume and that have search intent. And I talked about some of the tools you can use to figure that out. Um, a lot of those are paid tools if you really want to get into the nitty gritty and you want to get access to the most valuable data. Um, fortunately, at this point, we've had the opportunity to work with um, hundreds of, of plumbing and HVAC and electrical contractors in some of the most competitive markets across the country. And we've got this data, right? We've really figured out what the most commonly searched keywords are um, and which ones have the most commercial intent. Um, and so what's interesting and what I want to talk about here briefly is it's not just what you think, right? It's not just plumber and plumbing in your city or in your main town. There's lots of the sub services that actually have search volume that are much higher commercial intent, right? There's less com competition and the value of the click and the value of the lead is much greater. And so don't just think plumber, plumber, plumbers, plumbers near me. Like also think about burst pipe repair and gas line repair 
and gas line installation and sump pump installation. Like there's lots of those types of keywords that have volume, but less competition. Give me one if that makes sense. Like just thinking about your keyword set, you know, outside of just the obvious uh, plumber, plumbing and, and things like that. Fantastic. And then on the HVAC side, we've also got a list. Uh, I think Christian dropped the link in the comments. Um, if you go to go.plumrescue.net slash keyword dash list, um, you, can, you can opt in for this list and we'll, we'll just get it to you. It basically shows you the keywords with their search volume um, and a little bit of a description on how you want to structure your website and the on-page factors like the titles and the H1s and things in order to properly target those keywords um, if you're so technically inclined. Um, so you can grab that there. Um, what I'll say is I think most of us intuitively get, yeah, we need to figure out what the keywords are. We then need to combine those keywords with our city, right? Our main city and then the sub-cities and sub-towns. Um, and there's an easy way and a hard way to do it, right? The easy way, I'll tell you in a second, but the hard way would be let's go like write a Google search for, you know, Miami plumber. Miami plumbers, Miami water heaters, Miami bathroom modeling, Miami hydrojetting. And let's like create a little sub list and see where we're coming up for all those keywords, right? And that would be very time consuming and it'd be very hard to track to see whether you, you know, like you're, how you're doing for those different keywords. Um, the easy way is we can run this data for you. Um, and because you're on this webinar and because you're on our list, um, we can, we'll gladly run that report for you. We'll figure out what market you're in, we'll run a, res a report that shows you what the most commonly searched keywords are. Uh, we'll help you combine that with the cities that you operate in. And then we'll show you exactly where you rank on Google and Bing, which are the only engines that matter at this moment. I don't even care about Yahoo today. Um, and we'll show you, look, here's where you rank. Maybe you're number one, maybe you're number five, maybe you're number 17, maybe you don't rank at all. And that awareness is really where your entire SEO strategy needs to start. Right, because if you're dominant for keywords, that's great. But if there's keywords you're not ranking for at all, that's an opportunity. And so, if you'd like us to run that analysis for you, it's completely free of charge. Um, you can go to plumberseo.net/schedule. Um, we will do that due diligence. We'll run the ranking report. We'll show you exactly where you are today, where there's room for improvement. Um, and then, if it makes sense, we'll kind of walk you through what we do and how it, you know, how how we can help you get ranked better. Uh, but if not, we'll give you the list, and you can take it and run with it. From there, uh, I think Christian dropped in the link. It's plumberseo.net slash schedule. Complimentary, um, no pressure. If it's not a fit, that's fine. But you will get this data that is super valuable in terms of structuring your SEO strategy going forward. Okay, so that's the first step. We've got the keywords, right? Give me a one if you're still tracking with me, right? Our first step was to figure out what the keywords were and then figure out where we rank for those different keywords. And then what we want to do is create the content to come up for those. So on page, now we're, we're setting up our website. What we wanna do is have the strong website with good content and user experience, right? It used to be just content, right? It used to just be, hey, I'm gonna create these pages. I'm gonna put as much content. I'm gonna repeat that keyword as often as I can. Um, but today it's really, it has to be written in a way that thinks about it from the user experience, as well as kind of the engine the algorithm's looking at, are they scrolling? Are they clicking? Are they engaging? So you really want to be thinking about that as you structure the content. Um, and so we recommend leveraging multimedia to improve on-page stay. 
So multimedia at a minimum is imagery, right? So you want to have text with pictures, ideally interesting pictures and engage. Ideally, if you can use authentic imagery, that's going to work best. So that's pictures of your actual team, your actual technicians, your actual owner with that equipment. So if you're on a drain cleaning page, then get some pictures of your actual technicians out doing a drain cleaning job. So that's imagery. Um, even better, obviously, is, is video, right? If you can have video of you or your technicians talking about, hey, you know, if you've got a clogged drain, here's some of the common symptoms. Here's what you can do to solve it. And here's you know, who we are and why we, you know, why we exist. We can get out there today. We can unclog the drain, right? If you can do that, it's going to improve the stay time and that user experience, which is absolutely going to improve your probability of ranking for those keywords. So good website with that user experience. Again, I talked about this prior, but having pages for each of your different services and then having pages for each of the different cities that you operate in. And I'll say this one with the caveat, services go to town. Like whatever service you do, make sure you've got a page for that and a really good page with thick content, with images, with you know all of the data. When it comes to cities, I, I don't think it makes a ton of sense to go completely crazy. I like to say, keep it to like 10 to 20 sub cities and towns that you operate in and then make sure that the content for those city pages are unique, that you're using metadata, that you're using schema, um, that you're using imagery, you use a tool like uh, Nearby Now where you're passing heat map data to those pages. You, you, you can't get away like you used to with having just a little page that says, hey, we serve this little town, um, call us today, right? You want to talk about the town. You want to talk about what your experience in the town is. You want to pull in data and sources to, to really beef the relevancy of that city page and the service that you provide. Um, so unique content, use Nearby Now or a tool like Nearby Now to pass heat map data. Hey, this was actually, we were actually in this town. This was the job that we did. If you're not familiar with Nearby Now, it's a great tool to do that. Um, one, you know, interesting aside on, on Nearby Now, um, it is, is a app. Initially, it was designed as an app that your technicians would install on their smartphones and they would go about their day and they would go to the job and they would provide the, the service and they would take out the app and they would check in and they would type what they did. And so just like you were checking in at a restaurant or something, it would like geolocate it um, and then it would sync back to the website, to that particular page on your site that matched to the city. And the concept was great. Can anybody guess where most plumbing and HVAC companies struggled with this? Maybe like put in the comments where you think there was some struggles for you guys in terms of actually doing it. Well, I wait, I'll, I'll just kind of, I'll, I'll tell you, the technicians didn't want to check in, right? The technicians are like, seriously, you want me to check in and you want me to type? Yeah, like they forgot, they don't do it. Yeah. And so what we've, what we've been able to do is um, integrate. Uh, most of you guys are using Service Titan or you're using Field Edge or you're using House Call Pro. And so today what we can do is integrate with those platforms. And so as you close out a job in Service Titan specifically, um, it can automatically sync the address and the, the job notes to create that check-in. 
And so the clients that are using the automation, now we've eliminated the technicians from the equation and it just syncs with what you're already doing. We can pass tons of great data to those city pages, which boosts the relevancy, creates unique content on a very consistent basis and helps to boost the rankings. Um, works really well. The key though is on those city pages, you can't just use the nearby now short code. Like we need to have good, unique content, right? And I've said this before, but you know, the, the city one versus city two versus city three, you need to actually rewrite what you do for each of those cities. And that's why, you know, going, you know, 10 to 20 cities is okay. Beyond that, it starts to become a stretch. Like how many times can we rewrite this in a unique way that's relevant, that's going to create a good user experience. Um, give me a one if that makes sense, if you guys are still tracking with me, um, kind of what we're doing on page. Fantastic. Um, so again, unique content on every page. The, the key thing, right, and, and, and you know, this is basic, but we want to have the keyword we're looking for in the title tag, and I'll show you some visual this, of this in a second, and in the H1 tag. So if it's, you know, Bonita Springs drain cleaning, then our title should say Bonita Springs drain cleaning. The H1 should say Bonita Springs drain cleaning. And then we need that unique content. We need that multimedia, the pictures, the videos, and we need the extra data. Um, and of course, this is just on page, right? We're going to talk about the off page here in a minute. Um, and then most, most of the time we think meta description is a throwaway factor. Like don't even think about the meta description. But really, when you look at a search result, sometimes... Google is is replacing it, but for the most part, you see what the title tag was, and you see the meta description in the search result. So you want the meta description to sell the click, like you want it to be almost like a text ad you would use in Google Ads, saying you know, discover how to solve your drain cleaning problems in the Bonita Springs area, right? So like so, it's more compelling that they're going to want to click that link, right? Because click through rate on the search results is also a, a big factor in your, your search engine results. Um, and so I'll make sure you guys get access to these slides, but you know this is the key stuff we wanna do from an on-page perspective. Um, local proximity, super, super important. So your schema, name, address, phone number being in the footer to kind of anchor back to the name, address, phone number. Um, and then on-page, what we're, we're really finding that moves the needle from a, from a ranking perspective is making sure that you're blogging with syndication. So your website has a certain authority, right? It has a certain footprint. And so a lot of times we've, we've gotten conditioned to like, let's write blog posts and let's do these blogs on the different things that we do. But if the idea behind the blog is to create more authority for your site and to create more um, rankings, it's just gonna be an internal link within your site. And what we found over the years, looking at, you know, not just our clients, but, you know, probably thousands of plumbing HVAC home service websites is that the, 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 the reach for a blog is, is very minimal. Um, and, and it's like, it doesn't really have much impact. So you could blog every day and that wouldn't really help because those blogs aren't really passing links. They aren't getting picked up. So what we like to do is, is blog with syndication, which means rather than just blogging on our site, we blog to a news source that syncs to our website. And so like almost like a press release style post, we take that same content we would use on a blog, either on a weekly basis or on a monthly basis. And now every time we post, we're creating new links 
from a number of different sites and news sources, which we can choose where we want to link back to, right? If our homepage is poor, then let's blog and have those news sites link back to our homepage. But let's say that's doing really well, but our drain cleaning page or our indoor air quality page isn't performing. Then we write content about that and we link back to those pages through those news sites. And so kind of the idea behind not just blogging, but blogging with syndication, we can pass authority. And this is kind of an off-page strategy that's going to move the rankings up for those second and third tier um third tier keywords. So this is what we're talking about from an on-site perspective. Uh, give me a capital Y in the comments for a yes, if you're still tracking with me, if this makes sense, um, and hopefully if this is helpful, like hopefully um, this is useful information for everybody. Okay, fantastic. Um, and then make sure that you focused on site speed, desktop, and mobile. And so Christian dropped this into the comments prior. Um, if you look at GT metrics, I don't wanna waste time on today's session for this, but if you look up GT metrics, uh, Christian, if you could drop the link again, uh, just look at how your website load speed is. Um, it'll give you a quick check, right? It could be green, it could be yellow, it could be red. You want green on green, right? You need to have site speed that's fast. So gtmetrics.com and PageSpeed Insights will give you a really good indication. Um, so now what I want to do is I just went through a lot of bullets. And I think based on your feedback, it was useful and you got comments. Um, and you, you were able to track with me, I want to share a live example and kind of show you this in the real world, because now we can really bridge the gap with a real example of a real company. Um, and we'll look at their website. We'll look at, you know, kind of how this has played out, where they're ranking and why this works so well. Um, and so I'm going to go to my screen here in just a minute. But the company we're going to look at is um, the Plumbing Nerds. They're a plumbing and drain cleaning company based in the Bonita Springs, Naples market. Um, I'll show you in search here in a minute, but if we type in Benita Springs Plumber, you can see they're the number one listing and very high, um, you know, off the map. When we type in Benita Springs Drain Cleaning, number one listing. Uh, Benita Springs Water Heater Repair, number one listing. Um, and I just want to show you the data, just so you can see kind of how this has impacted um, their organization. So they spend about $20,000 a month in their marketing strategy. That's the management fees, content fees, as well as paid search. Um, about 652 track leads per month. It's an average of about $30.24 per lead. And you can see the breakdown here, 180 from organic, 87 from PPC, 334 from Google Maps, 53 from web forms. Um, and so the, the SEO portion of this has a huge impact on the results and on the outcomes. And so what I want to do now is just like walk you through their website and exactly what I showed you from an on-page perspective like how that plays out in a real example. Um, give me one in the comments if that seems helpful, if that feels like a good use of this time just to kind of see a real world um, example. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. All right, let me make sure I share the right screen. That's not it. Hang with me, guys. I just want to make sure I share the right screen. Here we go. Okay. So again, if we go to Bonita Springs Plumber, you guys are seeing my screen now. Should be the Google search. Try to get back to my chat. 
Yes. Okay. Got it. Okay. So um, there is the plumbing nerd. So let's pull up their website. So like I talked about, is we want to have a proper on-page optimization uh, for each of the services, each of the cities. So if we look at their website here and we come in within plumbing, right? We've got pl emergency plumbing, water heaters, tankless water heaters, water leak detection, repiping, right? And then view all plumbing services. Like, we, you know, we go to town, right? We, get, we want to make sure we've got unique pages for each of those services, right? That gives us a placeholder, right? Um, and then we want to have unique title tag, H1 tags, um, good you know, use of multimedia video where possible. So you can see here, here's an example of some multimedia on the page. Um, a little bit longer content, right? And you want to break it up with listicles, with check boxes, like not just plain um, content, right? Because that's going to create a better user experience. Now, of course, we do want to have calls to action and kind of be compelling about why somebody should choose them versus the competition and everything else. So again, pages for each of the services. And then we want to have pages for each of the cities and towns, right? So in this case, they, they, they break it down by county. Um, and then we've got like within there, we've got Bonita Springs and um, Lehigh Acres and, and everything else, right? So here's an example, like a unique city page, unique content for that, um, you know, map embed, and then unique content. And then the, here's the, you know, like the nearby now check-in stuff that's happening where as they're doing work in that area, that stuff's automatically syncing to that page on the site. Um, so let me hit some of the key factors here. I don't want to like bore you guys to death, but you know, on the, on the main page, right, we've got Bonita Springs, Plumber, Sewer, and Drain Cleaning. That's the H1 tag, right? We want to have our keyword in the H1, and then we want to have it here in the, I mean, in the title tag, excuse me. That's the title tag. This is the H1 tag. And then we want to have great, unique content throughout the site. And so if we drill in, let's just say to, um, I was trying to come to one of the emergency plumbing, right? Bonita Springs emergency plumbing. So if we go to Google and we type in you can see here like that's that page. It's not the home page in this case. This is that particular page that's coming up. Now they still have the map and so now they can get multiple first page rankings. So if we click on this that, that page comes up the way that it does because we've got it in the, the title tag, we've got it in the H1 tag, and then we've got that great unique content with multimedia and a great user experience. Like people stay on this page and it works really, really well. Um, again, I'm only going to show a few more examples. I don't want to bore you to death here, but so this page, title tag, repiping services in Bonita Springs, repiping services, Bonita Springs, unique content, a unique image, you know, and this is authentic, right? This is actually like these guys pulling the pipe to do that particular job. Um, and so let's go. So there they are. Um, and again, this, is, this isn't the homepage. This is the repiping page, right? This is why we create pages for each of these different services. Um, some feedback, guys, give me a one if this is helpful. Again, I don't want to like go too into the weeds, but um, sometimes actually seeing a real like, okay, this is the page. This is where that title is. That's where this content is. Um, helps to bridge the gap a little bit. Um, okay, perfect. Um, and then like if we're looking at these service area pages, the reason we create these subsidies and subtowns um, without getting crazy, like we want a page like 
Lehigh Acres and we get plumbers in Lehigh Acres and we've got unique content. Um, if, if you can do it, um, you can combine these subsidies with, um, with like drain cleaning and all of your other services. The whole idea is this now gives you the ability to come up for a lot of different keywords. So let's just type in uh, plumbers Lehigh Acres. And um, it's a little bit further down, but here's plumbers Lehigh Acres, right? This is the actual page. So even though they don't have a location in Lehigh Acres, which would prevent them from making it on the map, they can come up organically and they can get um, organic traffic and calls for people in that surrounding city and surrounding town within the greater market of Bonita Springs. Um, so again, without beating a dead horse, hopefully that hits the high points of what I just talked about with bullets um, and kind of makes the point that um, that's what we want to do, right? We want to create that unique content for each of those different cities and those, those specific towns. And that's how we want to structure the titles and the H1s and the content on the site so that we can rank the way that I just showed here for a lot of different keywords, um, get an, a nice solid average cost per lead um, and be able to, to grow. Uh, another good example of this is um, Ira Hansen Plumbing. They're in Sparks, Nevada. And so we type in Sparks, Nevada Plumber. You can see they come up really, really well. Um, and I could, I could show example after example after example, but hopefully that gives you the big picture from an on-page perspective of what you want to focus on. Um, and so really thinking about your website, what I encourage you to do after we wrap up today is just pull up the site and do a double check. Like, do I have pages for each of those services? Do I have pages for each of those different cities and towns? Do I have the keyword and the title, the H1? And then do I have great unique content? Does it look like a block of content or does it have like broken up content that creates a good user experience? Um, so we've got the pages for each of the services, pages for each of the cities, um, and then um, you know, proper unique content for each one of them. Jessica says, uh, helpful, a bit overwhelming on how to pull it off. Yeah. So that's where an organization like ours comes in, right? If you want some help, like this is what we do, right? Like we do this day in and day out. I think we're really good at it, as you can see from the examples. Um, but even if you didn't work with us, at least you've got enough context to say, you know, this is, you know, this is the way, like this is the approach that works really, really well. Now, when it comes to getting ranked on the Google map, um, there's a very specific approach to this. Um, give me one in the comments if you want to get some insights here on how to get ranked on the map specifically, because um, we've talked about on page, we've talked about the, the keywords. Um, there's really three key elements that get into when it comes to getting ranked on the map in your service area. Um, number one is to claim your Google business profile. Um, and there's some very specific things you can do with the Google business profile. There's very specific things you want to avoid doing, like keyword stuffing and um, putting fake name. But like, there's very specific things you can do with the imagery, with the Google posts, with answering questions that can really improve your, your probability of ranking. Um, I'll be doing another session on this next month where I'll be going deep on Google Maps specifically, um, how to optimize your Google My Business profile. For the sake of everybody's time, I can't get into the like super you know, meat and potatoes. Um, so we wanna claim the Google Business profile. We wanna optimize it. From there, we need to have consistency of our name, address, phone number. Uh, what we are finding is the, um, the impact of citations 
is less than it has been in the past. So it used to be, it was all about, oh, I need to make sure I've got this proper name, address, phone number, and then I've got as many citations as possible. I'm like in, I'm in Hot Frog and you know, eLocal Plumber, and I'm in all of these online directories. Um, what we're finding is Google is discounting the authority and the relevance of all of those citations. Um, so don't vex over this in the same way that you might've in the past, but the 80-20 principle applies. There's probably 20% of the online directories that are most important that you wanna actually make sure that you've got the right information, that you've spent some extra time to flesh out the profile. And so those, <laughs> those are the ones your customers actually spend time on, right? Angie, Thumbtack, um, you know, those types of sites. You wanna make sure you've spent the time, you've personally claimed those profiles or somebody you work with has, and you've added pictures and you've added information um, and you've um, you've kind of fleshed that out. So citations, that's what we want to do there. But the the biggest determinant of your rankings on Google Maps, outside of having a real location, outside of having properly claimed and optimized your your profile, is reviews. Right? You want to have real reviews from your real customers in your true service area. Um, all other things being equal, your reviews are what's going to win the day in terms of your Google Map listings. Um, what I encourage is creating a great user experience. I'll be talking about this next month on the webinar, um, but leverage automation and leverage automation in a serious way. Like you need to incentivize your team. You need to get them bought into the concept of, of reviews, but you also need to take this out of the hands of anybody in your company. Like if you're still personally submitting a review request or triggering a review request, that's going to create friction and it's going to reduce the number of reviews that you have. And so in the perfect world, you would tie this to your, your dispatch system, whether it's Service Titan, House Call Pro, and as a job is completed, it triggers automation where the customer gets a text message and an email, and it actually has some logic to follow up if they haven't clicked the link to post a review. That's where we find the best outcomes, automation after the service call and some automation after if they haven't clicked the link. Um, if you do that, you will get a lot more reviews your review count will rise. And if your review count rises, that really, it, it makes a big difference in your rankings. Um, and then all the on-page stuff we just talked about has a huge impact on your map listings. Um, if you properly set up the way that I just showed you, getting your schema in there, getting your name, address, phone number, having great unique content, and it all ties together, um, that's why our clients rank really well in the maps and organically is because it's it's really all plays together very, very nicely. Um, type helpful in the comments if this kind of quick high-level overview of what you need to do on Google Maps um, is helpful. Like and you feel like, okay, I can definitely take something away from that. Fantastic. Great, guys. I appreciate you engaging with me. Super good. All right. So the last piece is the off page. Right? So we talked a lot about what we do on the website, right? Structuring the website, structuring the content. Um, and, I, and I said earlier, on-page is probably about 30% of the effort. Unfortunately, it's about 30% of the effort um, because most of you guys have this. The reality is most of you guys have a website that has pages for the cities, has pages for the services. Um, you know, Is there room for improvement? Yes, but I think a lot of you guys, you're probably like, I need some more multimedia. Um, I need to kind of break up the content a little bit so it creates a better user experience. I need to go back and tighten up, you know, the, the load speed, right? Maybe that's all there. 
But the reality is if all of the plumbing, HVAC, electrical contractors in America, if like the top 20%, 30% have already done this work, then what's going to determine your company being in the first spot versus third page, right? It, it boils down to what's happening off page. It's what's happening with your links and your references and your authority, the eat that I talked about at the very beginning of this presentation. And this is really the harder part to, to engineer, right? This is the harder part. Like it's easy to see what you can do on the site. It's harder to really grasp what you can do off site. And so I want to break this down for you. First thing we talked about is we had to claim and optimize the Google business profile. Easy peasy. Second thing is we've got to get lots of citations. And again, that's a little bit of a lower factor, but still important, right? Because every citation you get, like when I say citation, that's like you listed in a web directory of some sort. Every citation you get is going to pass a link, whether it's follow or not, it's going to help build your authority profile across the internet. So you want to get as many citations as you can. And that could be like public directories like um, Hot Frog and Yelp and Angie, right? But it could also be um, industry-specific sites like eLocal Plumber or Best Plumbers or things like that. There's very specific industry sites. Uh, but then there's also local directories that you can add yourself to. So like think about the, the local chamber of commerce, the local um, organizations that you know, have directories in your local market. Um, you really want to flesh that out, right? Because that's going to create more citations. They're not usually high authority, but it does, again, pass juice. It does pass rel relevance to your, you know, to your website. We've got to build up our online reviews. I talked a lot about this already, leveraging automation. That's going to impact your ranking and something that happens off page. Um, but the most important thing is really building links back to your website from other websites. Um, and you can do this in a lot of different ways. Um, I, can, I, I don't want to get super technical, but you know, as simple as creating relevant content that you can share with local organizations and have them link back to it is relevant. Um, finding people that you already pass business to, and this is usually an underutilized strategy, but like if you're a plumbing company and you pass business to a damaged restoration company in your market, um, there's no reason you couldn't say, hey, you know, Bob, why don't you have a link back to us as a, re as a recommended provider and link back to our, you know, our plumbing page and we'll link to your damage restoration page. Like doing that with the actual companies that you cross pollinate with is a great way for you to build up links. Um, thinking about the, the places where you source your, your materials. So you know, where you buy your HVAC equipment, where you buy your um, plumbing supplies, where you buy your electrical supplies, going to those organizations, asking to be added as a contractor, creating content about their, um, about their systems that they can post on their site so you can link back. Those are all great strategies to, to build up your links and your, and your authority over time. Um, but you know, one of the most fundamental things that SEOs do is to do competitive link acquisition, which is to look at the companies that are ranking at the top for whatever the keyword is. Let's just say it was Bonita Springs drain cleaning, which is one we just looked at. We could absolutely use tools like Ahrefs um, and, and things like that and say, okay, if that's the number one ranked company for that particular keyword, let's analyze what links and citations and authority they have. 
And those tools will spit out and tell you like, these are the companies that are or websites that are linking back to them. And competitive link acquisition then is the process of saying, okay, which of these links do we have and which ones don't we? And then which of the ones that we don't have could we go and get? And then you do that for the first ranked key, the first person, the second person, the third person, the fourth person. And when you do that over time for your most important keywords, you can really build your authority. You can build your, your rankings. And again, with the, the rankings comes uh, results. So this is a little bit more of an abstract concept, but uh, give me one if you tracked along with at least a couple of things you could do to build your, um, your, your authority and build your links for those keywords. Amazing. The other thing you could do here, by the way, would be as if you're creating content, video-based content and multimedia content for the different pages on your site, which you should do anyways from an SEO perspective for on-page, as you create that video, put it on YouTube, put it on Vimeo, put it on social platforms, and then link from that content back to that particular page. That also helps to pass off-page juice back to the website. Now, the, the last one here is, is strategic content syndication, which I talked about briefly earlier in the presentation, which is this idea is like, as we create new content, instead of just putting it on our website, what we can do is push it out through news release services that would then pick up that content and pass links back to the homepage, to the service pages, and really build up that authority over time. Um, I don't really think that a simple blog post is the, is the, is the solution. Right, just posting your blogs all day to your website, what we're seeing doesn't really move the needle from a ranking perspective. Um, but you know, leveraging web syndication, we found really, really moved the needle. Um, really, because again, like I talked about at the beginning, at the end of the day, and this is a lot of content on one little slide, it comes down to expertise, authority, and trust. It comes down to that eat formula that I talked about. And so, the more that you can get yourself picked up on news sites that are authoritative, the more authority Google's going to see that homepage, that drain page, that emergency plumbing page, that indoor air quality page, right? And, you know, very, very powerful strategy you can plug into is news syndication. And so just as an example, and if we were like on any of our client sites, if we go to the news and media site, as we post a blog, instead of just posting on the site, the blog gets picked up by a bunch of local news sources. And if you click on any of those local news sources, you'll see the content is there. It's also on the client's website. There's links that we strategically place because let's say we're focused this month on moving up the drain page. We write a content article about, you know, the importance of maintaining your drains or, you know, key things not to put down your drains. And then we link back to the drain cleaning page. Now, all of those different news sites are linking back to that page, as well as the organization's homepage, as well as their Google My Business profile. And that passes a lot of signals, which move the rankings up. And so, you know, just as a visual, right? So this would be Fox 21 and then residential plumbing. Now that's going back to the, the residential plumbing page on the website. And it's being picked up by a bunch of different news sources. Um, and this, this works really well. I actually did a case study on just this strategy alone. Um, and for a couple of our clients, we saw search results up 151 keywords up, 352 keywords that weren't ranking prior um, as we started to do this on a consistent basis. 
um, you know, number one rankings for Vernon BC heating repair, AC repair, drain cleaning, water heater repair, uh, and plumber. And so it's, it's a function of proper on-page optimization, understanding the keywords, and then doing the right off-page strategies. Now, this in, in a vacuum isn't going to do everything, right? But it's just another piece of the strategy to really move the needle to build the authority so that you can move up in the ranking results. Um, another example here, Brentwood plumber, drain cleaning, repiping, gas line repair. Um, so th this works. So we've talked about on-page. We've talked about off-page. We've talked about some of the technical SEO. I gave you guys a checklist. I just want to make sure that you've got the, the key things you want to focus on. Um, this is our 2023 SEO formula checklist. On-page, Google My Business, ongoing, and then signal, you know, signal firing. Um, On-page, pages for each of our services in the main cities. We want to optimize our our keyword and the title, the H1, the URL, the images. So this is just technical, right? You actually want to have your keywords in images that you upload, in the videos that you upload. That passes relevance. You need to make sure you have unique content on all your pages. I talked a little bit about AI at the beginning, right? I know a lot of us are paying close attention to AI and what's happening with AI, the potential for AI to kind of shift towards maybe people start looking at Bing instead of Google and kind of knowing where that's headed. Um, one question we get often is, hey, if ChatGPT creates great content, can we just spawn a bunch of ChatGPT content? And the answer is probably not, right? Um, it would be great if you could, but the reality is there are um, tracking mechanisms that fire from the content created by those AI platforms. And so I just want to caution you, you do want unique content on your site and ChatGPT creates a version of unique content, but it's pulling from what's already existent on the internet. Um, and so be very wary of, uh, you know, somebody on your team or maybe who you're working with saying, hey, we're going to create hundreds of pages spawned through AI technology, whether it's Jasper or ChatGPT or whatever other content generation system they might be using. Um, don't just post AI generated content, right? Have somebody individually crafting content as well. I'm just warning you in advance. Give me a one if that makes sense, if that's, that's clear. I think AI for um, iteration and ideation and then not generation, right? Use it to come up with what would be good topics I could write about on my blog. Like what are the top five you know, plumbing tips I could share that would be useful? ChatGPT and tools like that are amazing for that. But don't just take the raw output. Use it for ideation, not generation. So that's what we want to do on page. Google My Business. I'm going to be doing a deep dive on this, but claim and optimize it. Add your, your company to Yext and also make sure you're picked up on the, the data aggregators. Um, put systems in place to drive online reviews and then you know, drive consistent citations to very specific locations, uh, specific um, um, directory sites on a consistent basis. Push out new blog content through syndicated services where you can pick up like news, um, news links back to your site. And then... You have to be leveraging authority. You got to build links. You got to build citations. Um, you got to be using map embeds and be rolling out fresh content on a consistent basis to really own the day from a ranking perspective. Um, 
Again, my promise today was to get, kind of give you guys the 80 20. I, I tried to start, you know, high level and get very specific with you, but make it practical in a way that you could track along with me. Uh, let me know how I did on a scale from one to 10, one being garbage, 10 being this was great. You got value, you felt like it was useful. Let me know how I did. Um, awesome. I do see some tens. I got an 11 from Calvin. Jessica gave me a nine and a couple of nines. Fair enough. I, I really appreciate that. Amazing, guys. I, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your feedback. Again, the checklist is at plumrseo.net slash SEO dash checklist. Um, hopefully, you got takeaways. Hopefully, you got some ideas you'll be able to go back and implement. Um, if you'd like some help with this and some, you know, like to have our company run that ranking report for you, uh, possibly even implement these ideas for you, um, use our proven model to help get you ranked better. Uh, we'd love the opportunity to chat. Um, you can claim that by going to plumrseo.net slash schedule. Again, we'll run a ranking report. We'll show you where, we, where you rank. We'll kind of do an analysis of what, you know, what you could do differently on your website and, um, talk about possibly working together and how we can help you generate better results online. With, with that said, that's the session for today. Uh, thank you guys so much. I think the engagement today was fantastic. Uh, lots of engagement, lots of questions. Um, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thanks for being here throughout. If you have follow-up questions, uh, feel free to reach out to, to me or to Christian. Um, schedule at plumberseo.net slash schedule. Uh, the link for the checklist uh, was, let me bring that back for you, um, plumrseo.net slash SEO dash checklist is where you can get the checklist. Fantastic. All right, everybody, have an amazing afternoon, and we'll, we'll see you next month. I'll be doing a, a session just like this, specifically on Google Maps. So that's it for now. Thanks, everybody. We'll, we'll talk to you soon.